Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Weekly Transit. Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host, Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. What is up? Oh my gosh, what is up? <laughs> what is up? So, I have something on my mind. Uh-oh. Yes. You're so this in, sounds you're very in, serious. You're in big trouble, Ingrid. No. <laughs> I don't want to be in timeout. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about a couple weeks ago on the podcast, you mentioned a couple times, is that good? Is that bad? <laughs> and it's something that comes up a lot, not just with you, but I'm saying with, with everybody that... I do readings for friends, people in, in my moon classes, and I want to make something abundantly clear. The planets, they're not working against you. The planets are not out to get you. <laughs> I, I had a friend who had had a really hard day, and she was like, when is Pluto going to be moving away from my moon? Because I think it's this, and this other thing is is squaring my Chiron, and... I'm like, you know what? It's not about that. I mean, that is, yes, that is perhaps what is causing the difficulty in your life right now, but you can alleviate that through the choices that you make. See, the planets, they have a very clear objective, and their objective is to push you down the pathway of your north node. And if you're not living in that region, they're going to push you. Yes. You always say they're going to like start grinding on you. If you don't listen, yes. they're going to show up even harder. Exactly. We talked about it a little bit last week, how, yeah, if you don't work with the energy and release that discomfort by working with it, you're not avoiding the discomfort. You're just going to stay in the discomfort you're already in. It's just going to be magnified and magnified until you do something about it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's very important to understand that if you're going through difficult times and somebody else in one of my classes mentioned, you know, things are really tense out there. Like there's a lot of tension with people like, yes, okay. That's because of these alignments, but that doesn't mean that you need to engage in the chaos that's going on outside in the world. Most people don't have a clue why they're feeling the way they're feeling or the influence that the planets and stars have over them. So they freak out, but you don't have to. If you do, that's okay. But understand that whatever challenges you're facing are just there to help guide you back to where you need to be. And if you're facing challenges, you're not in the right place. If bad things are happening to you, if life is stressful, then you're putting your energy in an area where it doesn't belong. Sometimes we forget to really listen to the signs, we keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result. Yes. And if we were to really be listening and paying attention, 
to the planets and where they're pushing us, maybe we would be making different decisions instead of just crying because we're uncomfortable. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's always a lesson to learn. I mean, last year was fucking horrible for me, (laughs) but like, thankfully I had Scott meeting with him every week and having Mm. him as like basically my personal astrologer therapist, like really saved me to be Mm. reminded that it's all for a reason. It's not just you feel like shit for nothing. You're growing and you're changing and you need to pay attention to all of these feelings and all of the shit that comes up and make new choices and make better decisions and don't romanticize parts of your life that weren't great to begin with. You can look back and say it was easier because you didn't have to face the discomfort. But the truth is you weren't happy then either. Yeah, you were in the discomfort. You weren't facing the unknown discomfort, but you were wallowing in the known discomfort. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Either way, you can sit where you're at and that's uncomfortable. But facing those demons, of course, it's going to be uncomfortable to do something new and confront your demons. But there's some light on the other side. If you really just show up for yourself. There's two uncomfortable paths (laughs) for you to follow. There's the one that you know, that you've been down before. And there's the one that you don't know. The reason why the one you don't know is uncomfortable is because you don't know. You haven't step down that path. And it might be uncomfortable to take those first few steps. It might be uncomfortable for the first few miles. But over time, you're going to be like, wow, I wish I was on this road the whole time. Wow, everything makes sense now. Sometimes we all just need a reminder. I mean, if you're feeling really stuck, maybe you should get a reading. Scott is like very (laughs) insightful. Like astrology really has opened my mind and my heart up to being more okay with that discomfort and allowing in the thoughts to use that discomfort for a purpose and not just say like, why? Thank you, Ingrid. Yeah. Astrology is changing my life. (laughs) That's why I'm here hanging out. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad you're hanging out. I'm so grateful for you being (laughs) here talking with me and, and adding your expertise in all the editing work that you do in bouncing off everything that I'm talking about. Me talking into an empty microphone by myself (laughs) is, that's just not fun for me. Yeah, this is pretty fun. (laughs) I love sharing all my baggage and then you can laugh at me. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you for your candor, Ingrid. You're so open and, and honest about like what's going on in your life and your struggles. You're, you're very courageous. You're very brave. And that's you following your North Node in Aries. Yes. 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 Some North Node shit happening over exactly. here. Exactly. And and what's funny is as you do it, like all the people that have like reached out to you and to me and they're, they're so honored by your, your forthright nature where you're just, yeah, you just lay it out there about what's going on with you. I've never really been into small talk and felt like it's been difficult for me to make deep friendships because a lot of people don't like to open up right away. Mm. And so this has been so amazing for me to just be able to share with like my close friend, Scott, and then everyone just gets to listen in. And like, it's really nice to get messages where people really connect with you. You can start off a relationship talking about the important stuff. Yes. Oh yeah. I love that. You you know me. I jump Scott. into the deep end of the pool always. <laughs> Scott cuts through all the bullshit. <laughs> yes. So should we talk about what's happening this week? Yeah. So this is the week of March 29th through April 4th. So this week is the end of Pisces season, I'll say. 
of course, the sun has already moved into Aries, but Mercury has been in Pisces. It's still lingering in Pisces. Of course, Neptune is in Pisces for the next few years, but this week, Mercury joins the sun and Venus and Chiron in Aries. So this is the time to clear out the rest of that psychological baggage if it already hasn't been burned out on the street uh, with the the rest of it. Yes, (laughs) exactly. So Pisces season is all about the unconscious, Mm -hmm. your psychological baggage. We've been clearing that out for this whole Pisces season is clearing it out to make way for new baggage. Yeah, new baggage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, new baggage, clearing it out. So we can enter the airy season with um, less aggression and more just confidence, self-confidence yes. and self-love. Yes. But we still have some Pisces energy happening at the beginning of the week. So we still have a little time to sweep out those like dusty corners and get ready so we don't explode. <laughs> totally, totally. And I love how you said the difference between aggression and self-confidence because like that's the two-sided coin of Aries. On one side, it's self-confident. On the other side, it's aggression. If you have a lot of psychological baggage, you're apt to be more aggressive. But if you have less, you're apt to be more self-confident. So like an example is the energy is really hot right now with the sun and Chiron and Venus all in Aries. So people out there that don't know what's going on astrologically, they're being aggressive. If somebody is aggressive towards you, Are you aggressive back to them because you're coming from a place of fear or are you being self-confident, which is coming from a place of self-love? It's a different energy. It's a different response. So since we know everyone might be on edge and we're viewing it from maybe less of a filter, we can kind of see what's happening when we're more aware. Do you have any advice for how to deal with all of that aggression externally like how to respond to it in a way that can maybe diffuse it or not not escalate it be calm when people get aggressive at you there's the impulse to want to strike back immediately Mm -hmm. sometimes if you can just sit there and receive their aggression let them get it out and then respond calmly you're showing them that you're receiving it you're not afraid it's like a dog that's barking You know, if a dog is barking, some people are like, shut up, you know, but you don't have to do that. There's another way to be calm with the dog, to soothe the dog and not to compare people to dogs, but that's just a metaphor there. Yeah, we mirror each other's energy. So Mm -hmm. you can just stay calm. And like we talked about last week, listening Mm -hmm. instead of saying you're not listening, saying like, I don't feel heard. Yeah. So you're not putting it on the other person. So if someone needs to like vent or they have an issue with you or whatever, allowing them to vent and just saying, I hear you. Mm -hmm. You don't have to agree with them or like validate them. But just by saying like, I hear you, that's really frustrating Mm -hmm. can be enough to diffuse their energy where they feel like someone has heard them. They feel heard. Yes. That can go a long way. Absolutely. Monday, March 29th. We're looking at four planets here, two conjunctions. So conjunctions happen when You have two astrological points at the same degree in the same sign. So first there's Mercury, which is the planet of communication, the planet of consciousness. In Pisces, the sign of the unconscious, joins at the same degree in the same sign as Neptune. The cloudy planet? The cloudy planet. 
the planetary ruler of Pisces, the planet of the unconscious, the planet of dreams. So it's about, this is that very special opportunity that happens once a year where Mercury aligns with, well, it can happen more than once a year if it's retrograde, but where they're both in the same sign, Pisces. So the planet of the conscious connecting to the planet of dreams and the sign of the unconscious really taking a conscious look at what's going on beneath the surface with you. Yeah, what's going on in your mind? Mm-hmm. Anytime we're talking about the subconscious and talking about Pisces, really just sitting with yourself, quieting your mind to really be able to look around and see what comes up when your mind is quiet, when you have nothing distracting you from your thoughts. What's happening in there? And what can you clear out? Maybe there's some tasks you can get rid of. Maybe there's some people you need to talk to. Like what is lingering that is going to create some agitation later if you don't take care of it. Mm. And then adding another layer to that. Oh boy. Is the sun, the giver of light, life and vitality. Your identity. Your identity in Aries, the sign of self-confidence. Is it the same degree in the same sign is Chiron. Our wound. The wound in the ancient wisdom that is unlocked through healing that wound. So maybe some of that unconscious work that's going on, that's bubbling to the surface of your conscious, is due to feeling the wound to your self-confidence. Because the sun brings light, life, and vitality wherever it goes, and now it's shining that light on the wound. Yeah, if you can sit in the uncomfortableness of what is lingering in your mind that's holding you back and giving you that lack of confidence in yourself, that can create such a shift to your identity and your self-confidence if you can heal that. Just sitting with it and acknowledging it, that in itself can be healing. You don't have to do anything necessarily. Absolutely. I love that. That's, that's so true. Just acknowledging it. Acknowledge it. This is a thing with me. What can I do to heal it? I don't know. But the first thing to do is to recognize it, to bring it up. If you have some psychological baggage that's been holding you back, we talked a lot last week about communicating the things that have been lingering in your mind, some like unsettled business, expressing yourself to the people in your life that you have some baggage with, and then letting it go. Mm-hmm. If you never say anything, you don't give yourself the opportunity to heal. That's such a perfect segue for Tuesday, March 30th, because you brought up issues with other people. And on Tuesday, March 30th, we're looking at two planets, Venus the planet of relationships in Aries. Venus in Aries is about putting up those healthy boundaries. So if you have an issue with someone, if someone's draining you, if you're in a codependent relationship where the partner always needs you, it's always a crisis, it's time to use this energy to practice self-love. And practicing self-love is putting up boundaries with people who are draining you. Boundaries sounds like almost like a dirty word But it really isn't. It sets your relationships up for happiness and health. If you ask for what you need and you explain to the other person why and they love you, even if it's uncomfortable for them, they're going to want you to feel good. Like when you call me 10 times a day needing help, deciding what color comforter you want, it makes me feel drained. Did someone do that to you? No. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of a good example. (laughs) Because that sounds like a fucked up relationship. (laughs) 
I don't, is there a good example out <laughs> no, there? No, that's great. I love that. That's hilarious. Yes. But just telling them like, hey, it's super annoying. Yes. Like, I don't want to be rude and I want you to have the comforter you want, but don't ask me. Call somebody else because I, I don't care about the comforter color and I'm busy. You know, I know this is the age of like ghosting and everything. And I'm not saying to ghost people, but if somebody's calling you 10 times to help them decide what color comforter... <laughs> they should buy you don't have to answer i'm not answering the phone you know honestly like my phone the ringer is never on it's never on and sometimes i'll tell friends that like yeah call me you know but i don't put my ringer on because i used to work in jobs where i had to answer the phone every time it rang and i felt like a fucking monkey you know (laughs) just like oh the phone's got you know it's like it, it gave me anxiety it was like PTSD from the phone ringing. So <laughs> so just sometimes you can just put your phone away. You don't have to answer that text right away. You you don't even have to talk to these people. I mean, it would be good to be direct with people, but you don't even have to always be that direct where you're like, look, I'm not calling you back because X, Y, Z. You just don't call the person yeah. back. You just don't respond to the text right away. If you're responding every time they text you at the moment they text you, then that is showing them that you're available whenever they want you to be available. So sometimes the boundary is just stepping away from your phone. A boundary with yourself. A boundary with yourself. That's such a, that, that's what Gabriella always says. She, it, if Look at the boundaries that are going on within yourself. If, if you can't keep boundaries with yourself, with whatever's going on in your life, food, alcohol, whatever it may be, then you're not honoring yourself and you're not going to honor boundaries in relationships. So this is, this is actually as much about self boundaries as it is relationship boundaries. Well, if you're setting those boundaries with yourself, then it's going to be easier to communicate them to other people. If you don't have any boundaries for yourself and no, no rules on how to take care of yourself in a loving way, then of course you're going to get trampled on and you're going to feel depleted because you're not, you're not even able to do it solo. So to stick up for yourself seems really hard when you're not even sticking up for yourself. For uh, yourself. For yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so Venus is in alignment with Saturn, the authority. Saturn is in Aquarius, the community. So this is a, an opportunity for you to show your self-confidence as an authority in your community relationships. Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. And also Saturn is the planet of restriction. So that can also mm-hmm. represent boundaries. 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 <laughs> Absolutely. The authority is not always available for everyone to tug on. You know, there, there's buffers between the authority and everyone else. Yeah, I'm going to work on having better boundaries with my phone. Mm. My phone is awful. I don't even want to look <laughs> at the number that, you know, the little tracker that tells you how many minutes you're on your phone. Oh, right, right. Oh my gosh. Yes. If I look at that, it will make me sick for mm. sure. If I spent as much time cultivating all the things that are important to me in my life as I did on my phone, then I don't know. I would be like the CEO of myself. (laughs) (laughs) It's an addiction. We're all addicted to our phones. It's awful. Yes. And if I'm like having a lunch with somebody or out to dinner or doing something like engaging, I'm not looking at it. But then when it's more casual, maybe I'm at home with my roommates or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
then it's so easy to let it like slip into your just every day. Like you're unconsciously just like reaching for it. And I'm like, how the fuck am I on Instagram? Mm -hmm. Why did I even pick up my phone? I picked up my phone to Google like how to make French toast or something. And then now I'm just sitting on Instagram for 20 minutes. What the fuck is that? Yes. It's, it's filling up all the in-between moments, all the mundane Mm -hmm. moments. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you look up at, you look up something on the internet. Oh, I, I have to look this up. And, and you look it up. And the next thing you know, you're on this app. And then you're on that app. It's like I've got, whenever I go to my phone, I've got like my five apps that I have to, you know, okay, well, I got to look at this. I got to look at that. Got to look at this. Yeah. And then I'm like, I, you know, it's like Spotify anchor, which is like the little podcast tracker thing. And then, and then I go to the Instagram. And it's just like, what is going on? I know. I know. That's a good one. Okay. Boundaries with the phone. Mm-hmm. I like that. I got to think about that for myself. Wednesday, March 31st. Venus, again. The sun, again. Both in Aries. Both very close to one another. The sun and what in Aries? The sun and Venus. So the planet of relationships and the sun, the giver of light, life, and vitality. The sun and Venus... And they've been sort of joined at the hip for the last couple weeks. First, they were close together in Pisces, the unconscious relationships, psychological baggage with relationships. And now they rolled into Aries a couple weeks ago, and they're still close together. They're going to be close together through the the first couple weeks of, of April. So this is such a time for courage in relationships, boundaries in relationships, self-love. But Venus is connecting with the North Node, which is the soul's purpose in Gemini, the sign of communication. And the sun is now connecting with Saturn, which Venus was yesterday. So uh, the authority in the community. We were talking last week about not pointing the finger and asking for what we need, saying, I don't feel heard. Mm -hmm. So when we're trying to set a boundary with somebody, following that same rule of not pointing the finger at somebody else, taking responsibility and ownership of creating boundaries for yourself without it feeling like you're attacking the person you're asking for a boundary from. So just saying, I haven't been good about managing my time. So I need to make sure I don't get interrupted for my projects because I don't finish them on time. Mm. So then you're not saying you interrupt me all the time and I don't finish my projects because of you. You're just saying, I'm, I'm not good at it. So I need to make sure I have like these hours where I'm uninterrupted to work on things so I can be happy. I think the key word is responsibility. That's that's one of the key words of Saturn. The authority is responsible. Mm. So being responsible for ourselves. Yes. The sun in Aries. Aries is the self. Saturn is the authority. The authority is responsible. So are you taking responsibility for yourself in your community? In, your, in the organizations that you're involved in? That's a perfect way to even ask for the boundary is to just say, I'm trying to be more responsible for myself and this is what I need from you to make that happen. Right on. Yes. Now on the flip side, with Venus connecting to the North Node in Gemini, this is where questions come in. Am I living up to my end of the deal in our relationship? How do you feel about the relationship? Starting with saying like, this is what I need from you so I can feel good. Is there anything I can do for you to feel good? There it is. Kind of that balance. Right. Taking care of both parties in the relationship, saying you want to be responsible for yourself, but also like, do you have anything that you want to take responsibility for? Maybe 
you guys can help each other be more successful by creating boundaries for each one of yourselves. Having the courage to ask direct questions in the relationship. If you are having trouble getting something out with the Pisces energy, this is the opportunity where it it pushes it out. This is the opportunity to have the courage to ask direct questions. The more direct we are with our communication, the better it's going to go. People don't like to be... I'm not going to guess. How am I going to guess what you're thinking? I have no idea. (laughs) Help me, please, because I'm losing my mind. You know, I couldn't sleep last night because I thought you were maybe thinking this. And the person's like, I wasn't thinking that. Why didn't you just ask me? Oh, okay. We get stuck in our head. Yeah, we do. Having these crazy conversations with ourselves (laughs) in place of the actual person. Oh my God, totally. (laughs) Yeah, just having that direct conversation would alleviate so much anxiety. Yes. So take responsibility for the fact that there are some doubts within you that need to be alleviated. So you have a direct question. I've been feeling this from you, that you feel this way about me. Is that, is that accurate? You're supposed to say no, Ingrid. Like you're, you're, you're amazing. (laughs) No, Scott, I would never feel like that. (laughs) Thursday, April 1st. Now the sun has moved on one degree in Aries and it's connecting directly with the North Node. So following where where Venus was yesterday. So again, more opportunity to be courageous as a communicator, connecting people together too. If there's people in your life, maybe somebody has an issue and they're coming to you to help them solve it. And you're like, you know what? I can't, but this person over here, you guys should meet because maybe you can help each other. What is the um, community connection part of the alignment? Well, it's not necessarily community, but when I'm thinking of Gemini, I think of connecting, just connecting. So it's not necessarily like connecting within the community, but it's like you have a friend who has a problem and you can't help that friend solve it. So you have another friend who the friend with the problem doesn't know, but if you connected the two of them, they might be able to help each other. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was asking Megan the other day, who is a, is she a Gemini rising? Or Gem- no, she's a Gemini North Node. Yes. My friend Crystal wants to write a book. And so I was like, hey, Megan's a really good writer. Megan, do you have any advice for Crystal for this book? And she was like, yes, I do. And sent her some class she took that really helped her. So her Gemini North Node is always about connecting people. She's so good at it. That's it. She knows somebody or something for everything to solve someone else's problem. Even if she doesn't know the answer, she's like, oh, I'll connect you with this this class or this other friend I have. That's it. That's it. I love that example. Someone has a problem. You can't solve it, but you know someone else who might be able to help that person solve the problem. That's what today's about. But then there's also Mercury. Communication. Communication, making its final alignment in Pisces, connecting with Pluto. So the rest of that psychological baggage, and then Pluto is a death of the old way of doing things. Mm -hmm. Transformation in Capricorn, career, achievement, authority. So your dreams and your ambitions transforming. So this is, this is like, this is so magic. I Mm -hmm. feel like, because (laughs) it's, it's just like how, how the planets and stars speak to me as like a symphony. Because the final alignment from all these closer planets, the sun, Venus, Mercury, is Mercury 
connecting with Pluto. So Pluto is the planet of transformation in the sign of Capricorn, which is ambition, achievement. But Mercury is in the sign of dreams. So clearing out that disbelief in yourself and transforming that to belief, I believe in my dream. I believe in my dream. I believe that I can accomplish my dream, that I can achieve my ambitions. I see the path before me. A death of the old way of thinking about things so you can communicate your dreams in a new way so you can achieve your goals. Yes, it's reclaiming faith, reclaiming faith in who you are, reclaiming faith in your ability to accomplish something. Friday, April 2nd, Mercury is going to make one final alignment in Pisces. This one is with the moon, the moon in Sagittarius. So this is a challenge. So our emotions in the sign of the archer? Yes. So that's like also being direct and honest. Direct, honest possibilities. So this is how the rhythm goes. You clear out your psychological baggage. You now have faith in yourself to accomplish your ambitions, achieve your dreams. But then here comes the moon in Sagittarius, which is a mutable fire sign, which squares off with Mercury in Pisces, which is mutable water. Strong, powerful connection, but stressful because fire boils water and water extinguishes fire. So the moon in Sagittarius, very blunt. Pisces, very sensitive. So once you reclaim faith, once you transform your faith, when Mercury connects with Pluto on Thursday, there might be somebody who comes into your frame who's going to be like, well, if you really think you can do that, then you have to do X, Y, Z. Did you plan for that? They might be very blunt with you and that might test your faith. Oh, yeah. Test your faith. So don't let anybody like push your buttons. Mm -hmm. It's also natural for people to want you to succeed, but also want you to be realistic. Like that, that's great that that's your dream. But did you know that these are all the steps you have to do to get there? I mean, you can be defensive about it or you can just say, yeah, I do know or no, I didn't. But I'm I'm down. I'm down to try it. But it's also important to remember that everybody is living in their own experience. And just because your experience was that in order for me to go to Z, I had to do ABC first. But not everybody has to. It all depends on what your astrological code is saying. What's important is for you to trust what your heart is saying. What is your heart telling you? If you're doing something out of fear, that's not coming from your heart. If you're doing something out of love, that's from your heart. So don't worry about if somebody says, well, you have to do ABC in order to get to Z. That might be your experience. Sure. That's your experience. And that's fair enough. And and sometimes people are very well intentioned yeah. to do that because maybe they've been hurt. They've seen someone else get hurt trying to do what you're going to do. But that doesn't mean we need to lose faith in ourselves just because someone might question how we're going to get to our goals. Yes, that's it. Saturday, April 3rd, Mercury now moves on into Aries. Oh, so now it's all fire. Aries all the way. Fire, yes. You will be punching people with your words. <laughs> <laughs> so it is a time to just be mindful of that, that your words are going to have a little more punch, a little more bite, 
a little more bark, and that's okay. Sometimes it needs that because there's energy that's stuck, that psychological baggage that you weren't able to get out during Pisces, it will be unstuck once Mercury moves into Aries. You won't be able to hold back what's bothering you in your mind anymore. And we don't want that. We don't want to be stuck in our minds with all of our baggage. So yeah, don't freak out. I always like to think sometimes we might hurt somebody's feelings, but as long as our intentions are good and we're not doing anything on purpose, being mindful of our words, then that's all you can really do. That's it. Mercury will be transiting through Aries from April 3rd until April 19th. So this is a time to be very courageous in whatever it is you want to communicate. Spit it out. Fire it out. Be brave. Look out. Yeah, look out. (laughs) Cover your ears. And also on the flip side, know that everyone around you is going to have that same experience. So being mindful to allow people to express themselves and know that there's just some shit they have to get off their chest and not to take it personal. Sometimes we just have to, yeah, get it out. Mm -hmm. That's what we were talking about earlier, you know, or someone's angry about something, let them be angry. You don't have to match their anger with anger. You can have empathy for how they're feeling and that will help them quell their anger. Yeah, that's even if you're the person that caused the issue, it's like, well, that sucks that you feel that way. I would be really upset too. That That's shitty. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Sometimes we can just jump to being defensive immediately when someone is that's it. attacking us. But sometimes if we just let our guard down and allow them to, to get it out and just say, I hear you, that, that sucks. Mm-hmm. That's like the best thing you can do for somebody is just acknowledge that something shitty is happening. Even if you didn't do it on purpose or you didn't know that it would upset them. Yes. Sunday, April 4th, Venus in Aries, the planet of relationships, aligns with the moon, the planet of the emotions, which is now in Capricorn. So we finish the week with a nice stressful alignment (laughs) because Capricorn is cardinal earth. Aries is cardinal fire, both cardinal, strong alignment, but fire scorches earth, earth extinguishes fire. So the emotions in Capricorn, very rigid very drawn towards achievement, wanting to climb that mountain. But the Venus in Aries, very impulsive, very impulsive, doesn't want to wait to take each step, just wants to fire up the side of the mountain. So there could be a restrictive energy with the emotions, especially with regards to career or any any achievements that you're making, people that are that you're in relationship with that are helping you achieve your ambitions, maybe they aren't moving fast enough. This whole thing just makes me feel like impatience is a part of it. Mm -hmm. That's it. You want things to be moving faster than everyone else wants to move. Mm -hmm. And then you maybe communicate that you're not, you're not moving fast enough for me. And that might create some friction. And it might cause emotional friction within where you're like blaming yourself. Like, well, if I would have just told these people by this time instead of that time, then it would have happened, but I didn't do that. Uh, but more than likely, you'll be blaming them uh, <laughs> for not moving as fast as you want them to. Oh, boy. Yeah. I have some Aries energy in this house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they're all, that's like their, their go-to issue, I think. Is, impatience. Is impatience, especially in relation to Capricorn, their career. And their Mm -hmm. ambitions, they want everything to be moving faster and they want everyone to be moving as fast as they move. Well, you have Capricorn and Aries energy in this house. I do. So there's one that's like planning it out step by step. And the other person's like, just go, just go. Come on. We got it. We're going to be late. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 
Exactly. So that's the week. I'd say that the recap of the week is to be patient with yourself, self-love, healthy boundaries for yourself, healthy boundaries in relationships, and self-love. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper, book a personal reading with Scott or sign up for his new moon, full moon class at theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. 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 Transit.